Hi, my friend, and welcome to today's episode. This month of July is dedicated solely to content creation. As entrepreneurs and Instagram users, we're thinking about content all the time. And it can be kind of difficult whether you have problems being in front of the camera, whether you have troubles coming up with posts or captions. So this month, we have a mix of guest experts and mini lessons to help you make your content creation easier. So tune in to today's lesson and then make sure to take a screenshot of the podcast and tag me in your Instagram stories at Carla Biesinger so I can give you a shout out back. Hey there. Hi, Ariane. Oh my God. Amazing. <laughs> can you hear me? I'm having some camera problems today. Hang on. I can't hear you yet. Okay. Oh, I'm okay. unmuted. Yeah. Is that good? Yeah. Hi. Good. Hi. So nice to see you. <laughs> I know. Oh, look at all these ladies. I love it. Yeah. Everyone popping in so promptly. Very excited. Um, I was just saying, my for some reason, very on theme, my webcam isn't working, so we have a little oh, terrible no. lighting today, but hey. Oh, that's a bummer, <laughs> but you know, that's what well, well, we can talk about that because that's what happens. Like, we're in real time. Oops, where did my thing go? Getting mine Oops. organized. Oops, video again. Let's get back there. Mine just flipped off. Um, yeah, yep. yeah, that's what happens. It's what happens, right? <laughs> You've just what happens? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna do mine a little bit. Great. Cool. So these are people from all over the world. It looks like. Yeah, we have um, more jumping on. There's a few who can't join us live, but who will watch the replay and who are really okay. excited. Great. Um, so I would say let's hang out for a minute or so. Okay. And I can like properly introduce you to everyone. Awesome. Awesome. And how many people are usually on these calls? Um, the last one we had about 50-ish. Uh, okay, great. So great. Let's see. Good. But yeah, if you guys want to type in, say hi, type in the chat box, ah, let us know where you're morning. tuning in from. Yeah. Good morning. Good evening. <laughs> what time is it where you are? Where are you, Carla? Um, I'm in Lisbon. It's 6 p.m. Okay. So okay, gotcha. it's like gotcha. I'm, I'm having a roast dinner tonight. So I'm just having the potatoes cook in the oven. While <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> and I you're in it. LA? I'm in Los Angeles. Yeah. Santa Monica, yeah. which is just West LA. Yeah. Um, awesome. And I have a, I have a um, request for all of you watching. If you, I would love it if you would turn your video on. I know, but you know, this is a video call, so it'd be awesome if you would turn your video on so we can see your bright, shiny faces. Amazing. Um, I yay. love that. Oh, somebody's here in West LA. Anne. Hi, Anne, cool. my neighbor. Oh, yeah. Yes, I'm in Santa Monica, Austria, Raleigh, North Carolina, KCMO. I'm a Kansas girl. I grew up in Wichita. So, hi. <laughs> oh, cool. I love this. I love that it's such an international audience. Oh, I love this so much. That's what my... um. Pacific Palisades. Oh, I'm up there all the time, Susan. I was just up there like all weekend. I have good friends that live there. And that's actually where I stayed during COVID. I was up at my friend's house in the Palisades the whole time. Oh, nice. That's yes. Nice. Cool. Should we dive in? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Okay. I'm going to just give you a quick introduction and then you can maybe say a few more words. But okay. Ariane and I actually met in a mastermind program. Um, I didn't first know this, but Ariane is actually an actress and she's a business coach helping entrepreneurs scale their business to six figures and beyond 
through the power of video marketing. So I thought that was so cool because literally your career, like, you know, pre-online business and now is like video and being on camera. It's so, so cool. So I'm super grateful to have you really excited to introduce you to everyone. I know like everyone who starts uh, working with me pretty much is terrified of going in front of the camera. So I think this will be a really, really cool opportunity to learn from you. Yes, ma'am. It's true. <laughs> it's fun. I love it. Well, thank you for that nice intro. And yes, my, um, why I'm a video, I'm a rock your business coach, a video expert. And why that came about is because I've been on TV for so many years and I host a TV show for over a decade. So I've had lots of on camera experience, but then when it, I'm also a coach, I've been a life coach and business coach for many years. And when it came time for me to do my own videos to, um, I had a coach who was like, you need to be, this is when Facebook live kind of first came out many years ago and YouTube was just starting to get really hot. And she was like, why aren't you doing videos? And I was like, cause I'm scared. And what are people going to think of me? And what am I going to say? And I don't know how to do it. And she just kept saying, and I knew it. Like I knew, I knew video is a good medium for me. So I finally took the leap and started doing videos and they were terrible. Like my camera, I was holding my phone and it was like shaking and I didn't know where to look. And the sound was terrible and the lighting was terrible. And, um, but I just kept going because I was like, I have to figure this out. So I have this on-camera experience, but it translated a little bit in just, I know technique stuff, but for me to be able to say my own things for my own business and my own words of advice and my own coaching was a whole new experience that really scared me. And so I had to figure it out myself. And that's why I have my video coaching now that's called Lights, Camera, Cash, because I know it can be really challenging to be visible and be seen and understand how to use video marketing to build your business. Amazing. It's so interesting actually to hear that. And when you're talking about your first videos, it's like, oh my God, that I've had the exact same, like terrible quality and the mental breakdown. Um, but hey, <laughs> we're still here. So I know you have some strategies to share with us and then I have a few questions and then if we have time, we can go into some Q&A. Great. Awesome. Yeah. And as, as, as we go through these things, if you all have questions, just pop them in the chat and then we can look at, you know, at the end or pause and kind of see what's happening in the chat. But I love to hear your feedback and what resonates with you and what your biggest challenges are, because that always helps me learn so much about how to help you. So I had, I, what I, what I wrote down for this was three myths of why you're not creating powerful video and how to get over yourself and do it anyway, <laughs> because they are just myths. So I'm just going to dive right into these. So the first myth of why you're not creating powerful video is you don't think you're good enough. This is the biggest thing that I hear from almost every client that I have that comes to work with me is like, well, I, I, I don't like, I don't think I'm good enough. I don't know how to do this. I'm not going to look good. I'm going to fail. I'm not going to sound good. All of that. And so that is this belief, this thought that just runs through your mind of, I don't think I'm going to be good enough. Like we look at, we live in this Instagram world, right? We're, you're in this Instagram program. We live in this Instagram world and this Facebook world where it's like the, the highlight reels are shown and people are putting out content that's like so professionally produced. And, and that's great if that's what, that's awesome if that you can do that. But like most of us are shooting video on our iPhones and like taking our own photos and trying to figure out how to, you know, make them look good. Like we're all just figuring it out, right? We, none of us, I mean, if you have a team, great. But most of the people that I work with, and I would assume in this Instagram program, 
do not have a team you're working with. So you're figuring out yourself. So there's this, this comparison that can come in of like, oh, well, their videos look amazing or their content looks amazing, but it really doesn't matter because, sorry, I just got hair on my um, lips, um, but it's, it's your, where you are exactly right now is where you need to be. And where you are exactly right now is where you need to start. And this, th this thought that you're not good enough has nothing to do with actual uh, production that you're going to create in your content, in your, in your Instagram content or your video content. It's two separate things. So when you think about it this way, the thought that like, I'm not good enough, is this, if, when you think about doing videos, if you're like, oh, I know I need to do videos on Instagram, I know I need to, you know, and, and, and there's so many options on Instagram and we'll talk about that. You can do lives, you can do IGTV, you can do Insta stories, like, right, you've got a lot of options. And then all the other platforms as well, obviously. So you think about doing videos and that you're just like, oh, like I don't, I don't want to miss. I don't, I'm not going to be good enough. Well, is that a new thought? Is that the first time you've ever thought the thought, I'm not good enough? The answer is no. I can pretty much say I've coached for 15 years. I've helped people all over the world. Like, I know that's not the first time you've ever thought that thought, I'm not good enough. So it's not actually tied to videos. You're just making it about videos. It's, it's a deeper thought that's been there for a long time. And it's not true. It's just simply not true. I mean, it's easy for me to say that. And that's a whole nother like coaching program to unwind out of those thoughts of I'm not good enough. But the fact is you're good enough because you're doing what you're doing right now. You don't have to be any better than you are in this moment because we all start somewhere. So what happens is, as kids, if you have kids, you can totally see this, uh, but you've all been a kid, so you know this. So if you ever tried to um, start a new hobby when you were a kid, like if you played a sport or you played piano or you were an artist or a dancer, like, did you start out amazing? Were you like, oh my God, this is the first time I played the piano and I just played Beethoven because I'm amazing. No, it doesn't happen that way, <laughs> right? It doesn't happen that way. It's the, it's the steps. It's we practice and we fall and we get up and we do it again and we go back to the piano the next day and we're like, I don't want to go back to the piano. I'm sick of playing the piano. And mom's like, well, I'm giving you piano lessons. So like, you're going to play the piano and you go back to the piano and you play the piano and then, you know, a year later, you're playing a crappy song and your parents are like, that's amazing. And then you keep going and finally you can play like music on the piano. Okay, right. Like I don't play the piano, but like I know that's the journey. It's the journey of anything we do in hobbies or sports or whatever it is. But as kids, we're okay with that. We're used to it. We're used to like, we don't have a thought of like, I can't do it. I'm not good enough. We just do it until we figure it out. But as adults, we get all serious. And we got all like, oh, I have to do it perfect. And I have to do it better than other people. And all these things come in of like the seriousness of adultness. When the fact is video is a new skill set. It's just like playing the piano. It's just like playing tennis. It's just like any sport or hobby you've done in your entire life. You're not going to be great at it from the beginning. Like, let's just get that out of the way. You're not going to be great because it's a new skill set that you have to learn. And it takes practice and it takes time to learn it. I've yet to meet someone who turns on the video camera for the first time and was like, oh my God, that was amazing. I'm so good on video. No, even if you're good, there's still so much. I mean, I've been on video for years and years and years and I'm still like, I have so much to learn still. There's so much like to just continue to up the game. So it's, it's not that you're not good enough. You just don't know this skill set yet. And you get to learn this skill set. It's the same thing that you're learning in Instagram. It's not that you, there's something wrong with you or you're not good enough that you don't know how to master Instagram in this moment. It's you haven't learned it yet. That's what Carla's helping you with, right? 
you have to, there's so many things to learn about Instagram in order to understand how it all works and how to engage people and how to make your feed look great and create content. Like there's so many things, but like that takes a long, you know, it takes a while to learn that it doesn't happen overnight. That's why you're in this program. So it's the same thing with video. It's not that you're not good enough. You just haven't learned it yet. You haven't been taught the steps to really understand how to use video because there's not one reason why you should turn on video and be great at it. There's not, there's not one reason I can think of, of like why you would be great at video immediately. So it's a skill set. You have to learn it. There's steps. You, anyone can learn it. This is not like, oh, some people can do video. Some people can't. No, no. Anyone can learn how to do video marketing. It is not some secret, you know, society that we're in. So your thoughts of you're not good enough are a not related to video. They're from deeper things back in psyche of childhood and all of that wrapped up in it. So just like separate that out. And really when you can start to focus that it's just a skill set that you get to learn and that you can learn it and that you will get more confident. I never use the words good enough because what's good enough? Like what's, what does that even mean? Good enough or bad enough? Like it's not even, it's not even a thing. We just make it up our head. But when you can understand that you're going to learn this skill set and you're going to be able to create content that you're proud of, and it's going to take a little bit to get there, then you can relax and start in the journey. Okay. So I just want to pause there and check in with Carla and um, see in the comments, does that resonate with you? I love that little tough love and like very like honest. And I think that's awesome. And I also like, as you were talking, I um, remember someone once said to me, the only person who cares about what you look like on, on video is yourself. And it's kind of the same thing, right? Like we're really like making it this huge thing in our head. Um, and then we get scared and don't do it. But actually it's like, yeah, it's just a skill set. So I think that's awesome. Thank you mm -hmm. for that. Yeah, you're so welcome. Okay, good. I like that you're saying yes, it resonates in the comments. And I'd also love for you to put in the comments, what is your biggest challenge? Like what's the biggest resistance or the thing that you're most challenged by when you think about creating videos for your social media content? I'd love to hear that. Um, and it's funny, Carla, you said that mentioned that what will people think? That's my number three of these myths. So awesome. We're going to cover that. Okay. So the number two myth of why you're not creating powerful videos is you think you don't know what to say. And I, I know you've covered it in this. I, you have to have covered it in this Instagram program because people are always like, I don't know what to say. Like, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to post about? What am I going to say? And again, it's just thought. So what happens with, so, so thinking about, so think of it this way, your ego has a structure that we create and you get to, this is like, this is everything in life. Okay. We create a structure that we think our life is and we think will keep us safe because back in the good old days, when we used to have to like hunt for food, if we were in a campground, like, you know, caveman days, if we were at a campground, especially women, it looks like it's all women on this call, men too, but let's say more so women. So it's, if we're at a campground, and we have like this space around us and we've got our men there and we've got our kids here and we have like, this is our space. This is where we live. And anything outside of that, this is like our comfort zone, right? We know what's here. We know we can sleep here. We know our husbands or men will bring us food. They will go kill the deer and the bear and bring it in and we'll pick berries and we'll take care of the kids. And we're going to like watch out, you know, we're always on the lookout for danger because like we're in the middle of nowhere and like there is danger around us. So this is our comfort zone. So in the good old days, if we step two steps outside of the comfort zone, we are in danger. There could be a bear that is eating us, okay? 
So our psyche is meant to keep us safe. Our psyche is meant to keep us in this comfort zone because when we first started as humans, a long ass time ago, we did have a comfort zone and we did have, we had a safety zone and a danger zone, okay? Well, here's newsflash, our DNA has not changed. From the beginning of time, it is known, our DNA has not changed. So that DNA is still in our system. Our ego is set up to create a comfort zone. And when we step outside the comfort zone, our ego says, red alert, red alert, red alert, danger zone, get back in here, get back in here, okay? So anytime you do anything outside your comfort zone, your whole system is going to say, no, 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 that is not okay. Come back in to where it's safe. So what, where, are, where am I safe? I'm safe with the weight I have on. You know how hard it is to lose the last 10 pounds? Because the body is like, no, that's dangerous. We need this extra weight on because we might go a winter with no food. We know, we know what this body is like with this weight on. It is scary to be outside of this body with less weight on. Do you see? Everything is built like to keep us in our known zone. So whatever, whenever you have a goal, whenever you have a stretch, whenever you have something you're going for and you start going for it, your whole system's going to kick up resistance and it's going to go, no, 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 come back. So how does this apply to the myth that I said, you don't know what to say. So you're in this Instagram program right now and you're stretching yourself. You're having to be visible. You're putting yourself out there. You're showing yourself, you're engaging with people. You're, you know, whatever your business is, you're like, you're doing it on Instagram, right? And that is outside your comfort zone because your comfort zone is like staying where you know. So right now you're taking steps to move outside your comfort zone. So this thought comes in, what happens, the resistance comes in, oh, I don't, but I don't know what to say. Oh God, like, what? oh God. I mean, like, what's going to be the right thing? And what's going to be the perfect thing? And what's going to be the thing that's like going to get people to follow me? And what's the thing that's going to get people to engage with me? And oh my God, what if I say the wrong thing? And I don't know. Do you see? And those are just thoughts that is simply just resistance kicking in to hold you back in your comfort zone where you know, which is like not creating content basically and not putting yourself out there. Cause like we, we all know that place. Like we've all been there. Like we've all started somewhere, which was not creating content and not putting ourselves out there. Now you're moving into creating content and putting yourself out there. So with videos, it's not that you don't know what to say cause you do. Cause if you have a business, you know more about your business than I do. And you don't have to know everything about your, you don't have to know everything about what you're talking about. You only have to, here's, here's newsflash, big tip. Take this in, hear this, and remember this. You only have to be one step ahead of your ideal clients. You do not have to be 10 steps ahead of your ideal client, just one step ahead of your ideal clients. And then you know what to say. So um, you can put in the comments too what your businesses are, because that was helpful for me to understand what your business is, because I don't know, I have an idea, but I'm sure there's a lot of coaches on here, as there always are in the social media space. Uh, but pop in the comments what your, what your business is. Um, because for instance, if you're health, this is what I see all the time from like health and fitness coaches, real estate. It's so funny. I knew the first thing that popped in was real estate. I have so many people I work with in real estate. That's a perfect example. You know, so much more about real estate than I do. You know, like 10,000 things more than I do about real estate photography. You know, so much more about photography than I do. You know, so much Susan knows so much more about branding than I do. Cosmetic teeth whitening. You, all of you, Beachbody coach, all of you have this area of business that you know 
so much more than your ideal client. So what do you, so this thought that like, I don't know what to say, how you, first of all, remember it's just a thought. Like so much of this is like, oh, right. They're not, it doesn't, it's not real. It's just a thought that comes out. I don't know what to say, but how do you get over that and actually get into content creation is you just think about what are your clients challenges? What are they frustrated by? What keeps them up at night? What do they desire? You start asking these questions to really get in the, in the mind of your ideal client. And obviously you can use um, Instagram to find this information too, or whatever social media platform you're using. And you can find out what their challenges are. And I think it's so interesting right now because some of the challenges are shifting right? With, with COVID across the world, it's like, oh, there's kind of new things that are happening. And, and you're like, how do I get my business more online? And how do I do things more virtual? And that's why you're here. It's like, you have, to, you have to use video now. If you're not using video, like, I don't really know how you're really going to grow your business today because everything just went virtual, like in, you know, March 15th, basically, like everything went, in America, at least everything went virtual <laughs> and across the world, all different times. Right. So there's, there's sometimes there's different challenges now. So what are the challenges that your client is facing? Just write those down. Keep a running list of like things that they say when you're watching on Facebook and Instagram, like what are people talking about in the comments? Ask them, what are their challenges? But you probably know most of it. I mean, you pretty much know what their challenges are, but so you just write them down and like, that's your content. To start, that's, I mean, this is all I do. These three things I'm telling you today, we're talking about the myths. Don't think you're good enough. Don't know what to say. And the third one is, what will people think of me? That's because that's what every single client comes to me. And I guarantee you, that's what everyone says in our initial discussions, in our discovery sessions. So I'm like, well, that's their biggest challenges. There's a lot more, but I could speak on these three challenges all day, all day, every day and have an amazing business because these are the main things that people are challenged by. Okay. So don't know what to say. You do know what to say. You only have to be one step ahead of your ideal client. Okay. All right. Let's pause. Yeah, that is really true. And that's another thing, you know, I think like they say good marketing is saying the same thing in a million different ways, right? We think we have to like talk about something new or something different every time we post or every time we record a video, but actually we just have to talk about the main like three things that we talk about in different ways or pulling out like a little snippet. Like I've talked about Instagram for four years and I still have things to say. It's not necessarily always new stuff, but it's still people, you know, they've maybe learned like a, a tiny bit or they watched it and they didn't really take something away. And then the next time I talk about it, they, it like clicks with them. Um, yeah. It's, and especially with, it's huge because, um, for example, with what you do, you can talk about how to, uh, change your Instagram profile, your bio. Like you can talk about that every day because a it's changing and B people still don't get it. Like you say like, Oh wait, cause there's the rule of thumb in marketing. Is it seven touches, seven touches before someone buys your product? That's a rule of marketing from the world. It's seven touches before someone buys your product. So you have to have this consistent message that's like you say, like saying the same things because a people aren't going to take it in. We're inundated. We're inundated with information all day, every day. So it takes a while to get it in and then to actually take action on it is a whole nother thing. And then also you, um, 
you just never know who's watching, right? You don't have control on Instagram or Facebook of who's watching your content or seeing it. You don't have control. You can do your best to really be great in the algorithms, obviously, but you still don't have control over who sees it. So you don't know who's seen your stuff, right? You can't guarantee that I'm seeing the same message, right? That's so so true. Yeah. So it's very, um, it's very important to keep that message consistent and not think you have to reinvent the wheel all the time. Yeah. I love that we have a couple of people saying they have a thick accent because actually I have an accent and it really helped me back in the beginning. And I thought if I want to succeed online, I have to sound American. So I actually like tried to sound more American, which, you know, it, it wasn't authentic in any way. But that's exactly what people were like, the feedback that people were giving me. Like, I like your accent. Your accent sounds beautiful. And so it's, again, just this, this like limiting belief that's stopping you from going outside your comfort zone when actually it's something yeah. that makes you different and unique. So I would say, like, your accent most likely, like mine isn't going anywhere. So you might as well just embrace it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's so true. I hear that. Yeah, I have. I hear that all the time about the accents. And I think it's right. You're right. It's who you are. It's your authenticity. We are, I mean, if you're in America, we love accents. We think accents are the coolest thing on the planet, right? And so I don't know what it's like in the rest of the world, but I think having accents is, sorry, my, I have a fan. My long hair keeps, I have a fan next to me. It's kind of hot here. My hair's like blowing in my face. Um, yeah. And you can, yeah, you can, I just, I always am like, don't worry about it because the message, the heart of your message is going to come through anyway, no matter what you're saying. And that's more important than the actual words all the time. Yeah. And you'll, you'll get better at it, right? The more you do it, the more you, and you know, you, you learn, you talk a little bit and you'll, you'll learn, but it's totally fine. Natalie says, it's amazing how we can get in our own heads. Yes. And Francois says, I have to tell myself every day to stay out of my head. Yeah. It's just thoughts and it's just practicing. It's just all these things we're talking about is just the thoughts and thoughts aren't real. We have thoughts all day, every day. You don't wake up and go, what am I going to think today? You wake up and thoughts are already coming in. So when we can understand that like these things that come in are just thoughts and kind of, then they kind of soften and you still take action anyway, that's when you're going to be consistent and build your business. Cool. Yeah. And someone right. was just saying, um, where do you start and define like, what is the right message? And I think, you know, that is just something you learn over time by looking at what is resonating with my audience, what gets good engagement, what gets good comments, what gets people DMing you send, saying like, thank you for this video. This was so helpful. So you've got to stay in the game long enough to actually see the results and to see what's working and what isn't. And there's what, exactly. And the thing is, it's like with the engagement, it's tricky. I mean, you, you're teaching Instagram, you have, there's specific ways that you have to ask for engagement. Cause you're right. People, I mean, I watch stuff all the time, but I don't necessarily comment cause I don't have time to like comment on everybody's stuff. So I'm watching it and I'm taking it in, but I'm not even commenting. And that's what most of us do. So don't take a non-comments as um, feedback that it's not good. It's just like, it's just to, to start getting engagement. That's, you know, what Carla's teaching you too. Cause it's, that's a whole nother a whole nother ball game. Um, okay. So the third myth of why you're not creating powerful videos is you have the thought, what are people going to think of me? All right. Who's had that thought? Raise your hand. I think you all should be raising your hands right now. <laughs> what are people going to think of me? 
if I put myself out there, what are people going to think of me? Okay, well, let's break that down. What are people going to think of you? Like, what do you think people are going to think of you is my first thing. Okay, so again, this is just your own criticism coming in. As Carla said earlier, you are your own worst critic. I am my own worst critic, always. No one can judge me as hard as I've judged myself, ever. So my question is, uh, what are people going to think of me? Okay, first of all, who are these people? Who are these people that are going to think something of you? Is there like a group, is there a secret group like gathered around an iPhone, looking at your content, watching your videos, this whole group being like, well, she's not, blah, blah, blah. Like, who are these people that you think are going to be like mean to you? It's made up. It's you. It's what are you going to think of you? It's all a projection. When I think, what is someone else going to think of me? What I'm really thinking is, what am I going to think of me? How bad am I going to criticize myself? How bad am I going to judge myself? There is no them. What? Your friends? Mm, I'm pretty sure your friends are supportive of you because that's why they're friends. Right? Your family? Well, whatever. Like, you know, some of your family is going to be supportive and some isn't when you really step out there and put yourself visible. But like, are you more interested in your message and serving your audience and playing a bigger game and really, you know, like serving the people you need to serve or listening to one person that like says you can't do it? You see, it's just thoughts. It's just like, you just have to delineate that like, oh, these are just thoughts. There is no they that's going to like tear you down, you know, unless you're like J-Lo or whatever, Angelina Jolie, but I'm pretty sure none of us are Angelina Jolie or J-Lo where we have like millions of people and that are, we're going to get criticized for things. But like celebrities just learn how to roll it off because they're like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's nothing. But the thing is when you're in what you're doing, building your business online, you, you're not really going to have trolls and things like that. It just is like, that's for like people that have like humongous, humongous millions and millions. And I hope you get there someday. I hope you get to the millions and millions of followers and engagers. But by then you're certainly not going to care about Joe Schmo in freaking Arkansas being like, your hair looks bad. I'll tell you, I'll give you an example of this. So since I host a show, um, I, um, I've posted this show for like 10 years and, uh, <laughs> I remember one time that whatever it was, you know, we have it online and the comments, somebody, this guy wrote in, what's up with her hair? And I was like, oh, my hair, what's wrong with my hair? And I had to laugh because I was like, I thought my hair looked so pretty. And that was like my first experience of like a not nice comment from a stranger. And I just laughed because I was like, all right, he doesn't like my hair. So, oh, well, next, like, who cares? But do you see, like, there's, there is no one that's going to, that's like there to like judge you and like think about things about you. It's only your projection of self. And when you can get your message bigger than your fear, when you can make your, your, your commitment to being of service for whatever you do, because when you, when you, um, wrote down your, you know, your businesses that you are, they're all service-based businesses relationship marketing, home care provider, beach body coach, cosmetic teeth whitening, photography, brand expert, parenting consultants, event planning. These are all service-based businesses where you have an audience that you are here to serve in a powerful way and you can't serve them when you're hiding because you're too scared of what someone's going to think of you. Because people are going to think all kinds of things about you. Like we can't stop people from judging us 
as we can't really stop ourselves from judging ourselves. Like it just is, it's part of life. And so when you can just stand in this place of my message is bigger than my fear about what somebody's going to say, then you can start creating more content that's more impactful, more bold, more powerful, more geared specifically to your audience. So someone put a comment in here about her son's, let's see, I'm worried about the other moms of my son's school will think, exactly. What are they sitting around? Are all the, are all the other moms like, oh my God, did you see Vanessa's post today? Who does she think she is? Well, who does she think, even if they do, who cares? Who do you think you are? You think you're serving, you're playing a bigger game. Those who are staying small in their comfort zone are they can be jealous sometimes and they can be intimidated by those playing a bigger game. But that's where you get to choose. Like, am I going to stand in this for what I'm here to do and how I'm to serve on the planet in a powerful way? Or am I going to be scared because somebody's going to think I'm shining too brightly? You know, it's another thing with, as women, it's like, we're not taught to shine bright, right? Our world does not say, be big, be bold, go for your dreams, stand proudly, take a leadership position, be controversial. No, our world does not bring us up as little girls to give us those messages. If your parents did, amazing, I wanna bow down to them. But in the world in general, we are not taught that. We are taught to like be nice and make sure everybody's okay and please others and like don't make a fuss, you know, don't make a ruckus. And our models in the world of leadership of females, in Europe, it's much better because you have a lot more female leadership in, in um, places of political power. But in America, it's when people, women are in leadership, they're torn down, right? The women, when, and even you see it in celebrities, then women get more famous. And like, you know, it's, I saw something about Madonna. Like she posted a picture and like, people are like, oh my God, look at her ass. I'm like, um, she's like 65 and she's rocking it. Like, why are we talking about her ass anymore? Like, this is ridiculous. So what she's created in this world is like tremendous. Why would we even talk about that? But we do live in a world that like, that's what we're taught. Okay. So I'm not saying that's cool. I'm saying again, in our psyche, it is not a natural place for us to stand in our power and not worry about what people think and to really spread the message and be committed to this impact. But you are here because you want to do that, because you want to make an impact with your Instagram, because you want to make an impact with your audience, because you want to lead people, because you want to serve. So you're, you know, it's bringing that forward and it's having that be your commitment and letting those thoughts about what are people going to think slide and really focusing on what you're going to think of yourself. How proud are you going to be when you're creating consistent content, when you're engaging with your audience, when you're, you know, creating business through your social media, when you're really serving people in a powerful way through your social media, that's the focus that you want to keep going. Okay. All right. Let's pause. Say hello. I love that. I love what you said about make your message bigger than your fear. That is an amazing statement. And I think that's like definitely something to like write on a post-it note and just stick it everywhere because it's that when we go in and we're like literally not letting our ego take over, but we're going out there and we're saying what I'm sharing in this video is um, helping someone out there. So I love that. And I actually, I just, you know, I was thinking I've done hundreds of hours of video and my hair doesn't always look great. And I don't always look great. No one has ever said like, oh my God, how, what do you look like today? Like ever. And like, wow. definitely, I mean, I've thought that like, oh, I'm, I should probably put a filter on, 
But, you know, like no one in four years of doing video has ever said anything negative. So it's definitely, I love that you're saying that, like, who are these people? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, right. When you break it down, it's like, oh, right. I'm making, I'm making that up. I'm yeah. making all of this up, right? I love that. And I love, yeah, it's not like you have to, you know, someone always, um, someone earlier said, the only people I see on, like, I don't, she said something like, oh, I don't see, Tana, Tana said, I don't see many non-young, beautiful people on video. And um, I want to address that because that's another um, thought. That's another thought that's like resistance because you, it's not a young, beautiful, I mean, right. If you're like an influencer, it's a different story. Like that is a young, beautiful audience for the most part. There are influencers of other ages and all that, but you know, we know that's kind of the, um, the general, in that, yeah. right, the stereotype, right. But for you and your business, it doesn't matter your age or what you look like, because if you have a message for your audience, that's that your audience isn't like the world, your audience that whatever your niche is, you got, you all put it in here. Like it's a, you have a niche, you have an audience. It's not this, it's this. So those people that you're speaking to are not going to care about your hair or your age or whatever, because if you've got a powerful message to share that can serve them, that's what they're interested in. And that's what they're going to resonate with. They're not, it's not about what you look like. I've coached so many people through this because they're like, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds. You know, I want to lose weight. Oh, I don't look pretty. I mean, this one's, we're women. Like it runs through my mind. Like I don't look pretty on camera. La, la, la. I mean, I go through myself. Look, I'm all dolled up today. I'm not like this every day on camera. I have lights on. Like I'm not. Like I am generally like no makeup. I usually am in my workout clothes because I'm kind of in my workout clothes all day now working from home, <laughs> you know, and like, and it's just getting over that of like, what, you know, thinking I have to look a certain way on camera. Now I'm a big fan of like, if you want to look better on camera, great. I, I teach tips to do that. I just did a makeup tutorial last week for my lights camera cash program. Cause I'm all about like, whatever's going to make you feel better on camera go for it. If you want good lights, which I recommend, obviously, always, if you want to put a little makeup on, awesome, but you don't have to, it's, it's totally up to you. And it doesn't matter your age, your weight, what you look like, anything, because if, when you've got a message to share and you've got an audience that needs your service, that's the most important thing. Yeah, 100%. And that's also what people will resonate, like your people will resonate with you because of you and because of the way that you show up authentically. And, you know, like Anne, for example, who's also in, um, in LA, she, her Instagram account is age like a goddess. So she oh, nice. is targeting women, um, in a different age bracket, right? If I'm nice. wanting to learn how to like age like a goddess, I'm probably not going to get tips from a 20 year old. No. So it's super important to remember who your audience is. And, um, I loved what you just touched on the, the lights and people have been asking if we can touch on, yeah. um, equipment because obviously while the end goal is not to have like a highly produced video, there's obviously tools that will help you create higher quality content regardless of what your hair looks like. <laughs> can we talk about yeah, that? Yeah, for sure. So the first thing I always talk about is lighting because lighting is the most important aspect of your videos because um, how we connect is through the eyes. So if I can't see your eyes, I'm not going to connect with you. So that is always the most important thing is make sure you have your lit as well as possible so that we can see your eyes so we can connect through the eyes. So what does that mean? Um, I'm going to turn off my little lights that I have here. 
have some little lights. I still have a big, okay, so this is with no lighting. So for example, um, I have, well, just let me give you the tips first. You wanna make sure for lighting, you have a, your light source in front of you. So best practices are to sit in front of a window so the light is coming in to hit your eyes. Because if you have the light source behind you, that's what's gonna be lit and then your face is gonna be shadowed. And I see this a lot, that people don't understand this and they'll be lit behind us, like it doesn't work. So you wanna make sure that the best source is natural light, always. So if you can sit in front of a window, go for it because that's gonna give you the best lighting. So for example, I'm here in my apartment and I have uh, big windows in front of me. So the lighting's okay, but you see I'm super shadowed here and you can't really see that eye. Um, but it's good, it's, it's, it's okay lighting. But so I just pop it with a, with a couple little, oops, sorry, that every time I do that, it turns my video off. Um, I'm gonna pop it with a light to brighten up that side. And then I have a tiny little light. I'll show you what I have right here. I can show you. It's a little tiny ring light, tiny, tiny ring light that I can use on my phone. I can clip this on my phone to brighten up my face. Right now I have it clipped on my, um, the top of my computer and I just put it as bright. It's, it's not super bright, but it just gives me a little bit more light. So then, then my face is more lit and you can see my eyes better. So whatever you can do to light, do it. So you can get a tiny little ring light. Uh, you can get a big ring light. I mean, I'm a big fan. Um, I'll give you everything. Um, well, I have like a video gear guide that's on Amazon. It's like all the gear that I recommend. Cause like I have a little desk I can't show you, but it's like a little, um, I can, I can just, I have a webcam so I can pop this over. So this is my, um, it's a tiny little, that's another tiny little ring light that goes on a USB. So it just hooks into my computer. And it goes over the top, which is nice. Um, so, but I can give you guys all my gear list. So um, that's all on Amazon. Amazing. So however you can light is like primo important. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. The other thing is um, your background. Well, no, let me say, let me say angles first. And camera angle. That's, a, <laughs> that's the other thing I'm like a stickler on. Okay. Because what happens is, is we get on our phone, you know, we're doing so much on our phone. So we get on our phone and then we're looking down and doing a video this way into my phone. And then this is what you're going to see. And I'm, I'm thinking like, nobody needs to see that. We're good. I don't need, like, I'm good. Right. <clears throat> if I can help it, I don't need anyone to be looking at me this way. But that's what happens when we look down into the phone is like everything in our face drops and then the, the chins come out and <laughs> And, and it, it's not a good angle. It's not a good angle for anybody. You'll see it's all in the Zoom calls now. Oh my God, because everyone's computer is down on the table and everyone's looking down in a Zoom and everybody looks terrible. Um, so if you're on Zoom calls, don't do that. You want to always raise whatever you can to, uh, if you're on your phone, you want it to be eye level height or a little higher. Okay, so right now, I'm, um, my webcam is a little above because it's on the top of my desktop. So when I'm looking at the webcam, it's just a little raised. Um, if I was on my camera, I would, on my phone, I would keep it eye level or just a little above because that's going to give you a nice angle that looks like you're, because <clears throat> you want it to feel like you're just talking like you're in person. And when you're talking in person, you're not talking like this, unless you're eight feet tall, which I don't think any of you are. Right. So when we're talking to person, we're more like this, we're more, you know, even or a little above or whatever. So, uh, so does that make sense? You want the end user to feel like you're just having a conversation in person. So camera angles, very important. And it gives you a nice line. It like when you put it, I love, a, and this is for uh, pictures too. Never take a picture down like that. 
always take your pictures eye level or above and it gives you a nice line for your chin again so it's not all like melting in there Tips. awesome um obviously most of us now have like smart like the cameras and the smartphones are insanely good so you don't really need to like have a professional camera or anything like that to create videos i do usually you know when i do live calls i have my little webcam which is not working right now the the quality like difference is insane so look at me right now this is just my webcam my cap like laptop camera versus ariel who is i'm guessing using a little webcam as yeah. well yeah and like it's literally night and day so yeah. i think this one is like 50 70 dollars it was one of the best investments i've ever made nice yeah very important yeah, when you're using, um, you, since you are on your smartphones now, like their cameras, like, forget it. They're so nice. And um, they, they, you, can, you, can, you, you can adjust the lighting too when you're using your phone because uh, you can put your, like on an iPhone, you can put your finger on the screen and you can brighten it or, you know, so you can use that lighting feature too, which is awesome that that's automatic in the iPhones. Yeah. Okay, good. What else? Um, how do you go about consistently creating content because that's something I think a lot of people including myself struggle with because it's like okay we have this goal we're gonna create a new video every week and then we get to week four and then it's like uh, I don't feel like it oh yeah okay good yes so how yeah it, a couple things here for consistency of content I, I, I do I do recommend um, planning out as much as possible for your content so at least you're not thinking about it in the moment um it is nice to have a a, a little bit of a plan and a flow just like you'd create con you know how you mix it in with your other instagram um content now you're gonna get to a point where you're not gonna feel like it like who feels like doing videos like oh i have to get lighting and you know like it's a, it is there's a little more to it right you're not just you, you do you have to like Make sure you're lit. You have to do a camera angle. So there is going to time, come, come a time where you don't feel like it. I do this all the time. I'm like, I don't feel like it. But here's another pro tip. Feelings are not facts. Feelings are just thoughts. They aren't real. They don't mean anything. When I don't feel like doing a video, it doesn't mean I'm not going to do the video. It just means there's a little resistance there that I have to go, yeah, I hear you. Well, here's an example. I feel like eating chocolate chip cookies all day. That's what I feel like doing. <laughs> but my adult self goes, no, that's not, we're not gonna do that. Some days maybe, some days every once in a while I do, <laughs> but not all the time. So this is just where you get to take dominion. And again, what are you committed to? So there's a couple ways to get around this is, um, a is, do you have a coach? Do you have accountability? Do you have an accountability partner? You know, you can use this program that you're in with Carla to create that because you you sure you have an awesome Facebook group and you can create accountability or find an accountability partner in there so that you are having commitment to somebody else because that's very important. It's hard to do it all ourselves. I mean, I get this. This is why I always have a coach like, or coaches because I'm always like, I have to have someone that I'm like, I'm going to do this by next week. Or, or I might not do it. So important to have accountability around whatever you're creating, okay? The other thing is tell your audience that you're gonna do it, right? Tell them, so if you do a, you know, your videos, if you do lives, let's say uh, you do it live at like 1 p.m. on a Thursday and you do it every Thursday, then you're committed. Then you're like, 
oh, there's, and you, like you tell people, you say it the day before I'm going live. I'm, I do this all the time to hold myself accountable. I'm going live tomorrow at one. And then I'm like, oh shit. Now I gotta like put on a little concealer and get my, you know, put on a necklace and like, I gotta go live, but I have to do it. And then I do it. And then I'm like, ah, I'm so glad I did it. Right. So that's a big trick is to tell people you're going to do it or you're going to, you know, like you're going to post your IGTV video at noon on Thursday or whatever it is. And then you're, you have a much greater chance of doing it. So is that helpful? Yeah, I love that. Um, I also like the idea of, I don't know what you think about batching video content mm -hmm. so that, you know, if you're going to put on makeup and maybe make your hair look nice, you're going to do it one day and then you get like a whole month worth of content out of that yes. rather than, you know, always having like thinking like, Oh, I need to look good. Yeah. Um, it's huge. If you're using, if you're doing IGTV, that's the best way to do it is just to batch your content or Facebook or whatever. But, um, Facebook, you're going to get much, 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 8,000, 8,000 times better with lives. Um, Instagram, IGTV obviously is like the bomb right now. So you can totally batch your content for IGTV, which is awesome. So, you know, write down your, call it four to six, um, you know, challenges that your clients are having that we talked about earlier, creating your content. And obviously you're mixing it in with the content strategy that you're learning in um, this Instagram program. And, um, and then, you know, just, make four to six like short videos and change your shirt or whatever. So it looks a little different. Um, and then you've got your content and then you can take that content and you can, even if you want to, you can obviously repost it to Facebook. You can um, chop it up for IG stories. You know, there's, there's different ways you can repurpose it, but I don't like to get into that because I don't like to add more steps on. It's just more like, okay, if you want to do IGTV once a week, then batch your content, make four to six videos, not 46. Don't make 46 videos. You might get a little tired, make four to six videos. Uh, and then you've got, you know, a month and a half worth of content right there, which is awesome. And they don't have to be long. Don't think videos have to be long. I mean, anywhere from two minutes to 10 minutes, you know, we have attention spans of like nothing these days. I call it the MTV generation. MTV ruined all of us. Some of you are too young to know when that started, but I'm not. Um, uh, so when MTV started, it ruined us because it was the music videos, you know, that are like two minutes. And then we've gone into Twitter and then, you know, we've gone into IG stories. So it's like, we have no attention span. So don't worry about the length of your videos. They don't have to be long. Yeah, totally. And I wanted to add something else. I love what you're saying about the commitment. So actually, if you want to like really, you know, you can either say, okay, I'm going to go live every Monday at 5 p.m. and just consistently do that, consistently promote that to your list, to your audience, hold yourself accountable like that. Something I did as well, I did a 30-day live challenge where I went mm. live every single day for 30 days. And it was hard. Um, I have friends who've done it for a hundred days, which like, I don't think I would do it, but even just doing it 30 days. And I know Petra, who I think is here, she did it for seven days. And um, I hope it's okay to share this Petra, but she she'd never really done lives before. And it really wasn't easy for her. But by day seven, she was just like, yeah, I'm just doing another live today. So it's really like, if you have a ton of fear around going live, the best way to go into it is to just dive into it. I love that. Petra, good job. That's just going for it. It's awesome. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, for sure. You could do a five day, a three day, five day, seven day video challenge for yourself, which would be awesome to go live. I tell you what, you know, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm 
I mean, I'm assuming that, I mean, obviously you all do IG, but I'm assuming a lot of you do Facebook too. Um, and you can really practice with IG live because <laughs> I kind of look at IG live as like, how do I say this nicely? Like a shit show. It's just like, you never know. I mean, it's like, it's like a free for all on IG live. It's kind of, it's so weird. Like Facebook's so much more, um, cause it's your Facebook friends and your Facebook groups and your Facebook pages. So it's a little more like, I don't know, like you kind of know this audience and then IG live is like we like anybody pops on there and it can be really, but it can, I mean, they're fun. It's fun. But this is what I think is about live is to IG, IG live is like, it's great practice because for me, IG live is really low stakes, really low stakes because it's like random people who pop on there and you can delete it immediately. If you don't, if you're like, I don't want it up, no big deal, delete it. And then obviously if it's up, it's only up for 24 hours anyway. So it's a really great way to practice live with low stakes. I think, um, I, I like Facebook if, for live. I like Facebook much better again, cause it's just more of an organized audience. Um, but, but IG live is fun. It's fun. It's like a party. <laughs> how I feel about it. Like it feels like a party and, um, and it's just really good practice. I think it gets your out, obviously that helps your algorithms and that's where you could go on and do a short one and then you can transfer to, you know, they do it now you can do live to IGTV too. So if you have a live that you like, then you just click it over to IGTV and boom, you're done. Yeah. So cool. Um, do we have any, before we jump off and I want to, I want you to share as well where people can fo follow you, uh -huh. find out more about your programs if they want to dive deeper into video. But uh, before that, could you share any quick tips on how to look more natural in front of yes. the camera? Yes. I'm putting, like my, I'm putting my, um, yeah, I'm putting, first of all, I'm putting my seven day video breakthrough series. It's at uh, videoactionguide.com. So go grab that. And it also has um, an action guide of three steps to on-camera confidence. So go grab that and you will love it and you will get lots of good stuff there. And uh, my IG is just my name. So um, what I love is for you to, um, when you follow me on IG, just pop a DM to me or pop in the comments on one of my posts that you uh, met me here. I love to know where you meet me from. So that's awesome. And then go grab my video action guide and the seven day um, breakthrough series. That's really cool. You'll love it. Okay, good. Um, all right. So how to look more natural on camera? Yes. Okay. So here's one thing. You need to speak to one person at a time. Okay. This is what helps you get more natural and more dropped in because what happens is I know you can get really nervous when you're like, oh, like camera and I'm on video and, and we get in our heads. Right. But when you're speaking to one person at a time, that's your ideal client or your best friend. I, you know, when you're starting out, like I'm really, I always recommend for my clients to like speak to your best friend or the person who makes you laugh the most so that you warm up to camera. And I'll give you an example. My, um, I had a client, I have a client on the East coast. He's a lawyer. So he's like a professional, smart, serious lawyer. Right. And so we do all these videos and he would like, come on and be this professional, smart, serious lawyer. And he's like in the South, he's, he's whatever, South Carolina. And I'm like, no, like we know you're a smart lawyer. Like we get that. You have a huge firm. Like we don't need to add that in. What we need to add in is warmth, this good old boy Southern charm warmth. Because when we hire a lawyer, yes, we have someone that's smart and professional, but we also want to know that there's like empathy and there's warmth and there's like someone that I can relate to in, in the specific work that he does. And so what he would, I'm a serious lawyer. I'm like, no, this is like, no one's going to watch this. So I, I, we tried different people for him to speak to in the camera. We tried like his ideal 
client that didn't work. We tried like his best friend that didn't work. And then he put his, he's like pretending like he was speaking to his grandma. And all of a sudden he got super like soft and warm and like good old boy and was like, yeah, hey, so we can help you. Da, da, da. Like it was like a normal person speaking to a normal person with so much empathy and warmth and good old boy Southern charm. And I was like, that's it. Okay. So you got to talk to grandma every time. <laughs> and so for you, it's going to be different of who you speak to in camera. But the reason you want to speak to one person at a time is again, this is a rule of marketing. You're never speaking to more than one person at a time. You know, there's not any, there's not like, you know, there's not a group of people around watching your Instagram. There's one person. It's one person at a time. So you have to only speak to what you do. You under, have you noticed this today? I've not said you guys, you all, I'm like, you have to speak to one person at a time. I don't say you guys have to speak to one person at a time. I say you have to speak to one person at a time because I'm speaking to you because I'm not speaking to a group. I'm speaking to one person at a time. So that's the biggest thing to help you warm up to camera is you speak to one person at a time. You choose who that is. When you start again, make it like a friend or someone that makes you laugh the most or someone that you just adore and love and see how that changes how you warm up to camera. I love that. That's an awesome tip with the choosing the person you're speaking to. And I also think, you know, I definitely like, and I have this when I stay with my mom and I go on live or I go on camera, she's like, you're like a different person. And it's not that I'm completely different, but I definitely switch it on. I bring my energy. I speak louder. I speak, you know, I'm, I'm en like energized. Whereas if I was just hanging out, I'd just be like, Hey, you know, we're just going to talk about like, no one wants to watch that. That's like, you definitely want to bring your live persona. I think that's something to remember as well. Just be like a little more energized, a little louder, a little more yep. bubbly than you might be usually. And that's just your Instagram persona. Your I'm glad persona. you said that because, um, it's something that I coach on in my lights, camera cash program is that it's, um, it's what I call pushing your energy out. Cause like you say, like when I'm just like, lean back and like, whatever, hanging out with my friends and chatting with someone like, I'm like this. And I'm like, that's pretty boring. Like who wants to listen to that? Right. So you have to bring your energy up and into the camera. It's like a little pop of energy. So you're just, a because think of it this way, a video cuts off a dimension. We're 3d in person, but video cuts off a D. So we're 2d and then camera when just a still camera cuts off two dimensions, it's 1D, right? So, so I'm already 2D. You're already missing my energy. You're, you're, we're not in person. You can't get my full energy. So I, in order to create that kind of like extra pop, I have to bring my energy out a little bit. It is. My voice is a little, I talk a little faster. I talk a little louder. I always talk loud and fast, but it's like that, you know, and it's definitely a little bit energy pop. It's not a lot. It's just a little energy pop and a push my energy into the camera. And for those of you that are shy, this is going to be very, very, very important for you. If you're introverted and you get on camera and you're pulling your energy back, it doesn't work. You have to really like imagine bringing your energy forward into camera and bringing that energy up a little bit. Amazing. I love that. So, so true. Um, actually, I just remembered, I can't remember her last name. There's a, um, a lady who creates online courses. Her name is Bushra something she has this really really thick Indian accent and she is like incredible on camera I'm gonna like find a video maybe just to give you an idea of like she's just owning her personality and just owning her shit 
and people love her for it. So that's just nice. something I remembered because of like the accents were mentioned before and just, you know, really like bringing your A game when you do go on camera and when you do go live, um, just to entertain people as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We just want to have fun. Like I want this to be fun. It takes a while for it to get to be fun. Right. But once yeah. you like really get into it, it can be very yeah. fun for sure. Cool. Um, this has been so great. I'm so, I love the questions. I love the comments. Thank you. Um, yeah. And if you all have any other comment, if you, if you have something, just DM me on Instagram. I put my Instagram in there and put it in again. Follow me on Instagram. Say hi in the DM. It's just my name, Arian Alexander. Um, if you have any questions, by the way. Oh, thank you. That's so <laughs> sweet. Oh, I love that. Thank you. <laughs> um, definitely pop anything in the DM to me because we didn't get to go over all the questions today. So I'm happy to, um, and I'd love yeah. to, you know, put in the DM me so that I know you're here so I can follow you back. Amazing. On this call. Thank yeah. you so much, Arian. I, yeah. th this was so much fun. Like just hanging out with me, talking about this, talking about all the kind of limiting beliefs that keep us stuck behind, you know, um, actually, you know, creating the videos and creating the content. So I think that was super helpful and definitely go uh, follow Ariane. I'm going to send out the links tomorrow with the replay uh, so you okay. can have all her freebies as well. Go check her out. Um, dive yeah. deeper into video with her. She's amazing. Yeah. And you got this. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh my God. You're so welcome. Awesome. You're so welcome. It's Thank so fun you. to be here with you all. All right. Have an awesome day. Have an awesome night. Have a great day. Wherever you are. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for listening, my Bye. friend. I hope you found this episode helpful and are excited to implement some of the things that we talked about. If you want to connect, you can reach out to me on Instagram at Carla Biesinger. That's C-A-R-L-A. B-I-E-S-I-N-G-E-R and just send me a DM and say you're listening to the podcast and you just wanted to reach out. I'm excited to hear from you. Take care. See you in the next time.